0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. And this is The Pat Kenny Show with Anton in for Pat. Ireland has announced it will bid to host the new EU anti money laundering authority in competition with nine other states. If established in Dublin, the agency would create around 500 new jobs with a budget of 400 million euro. To discuss how AMLA will operate, I'm joined now by AML Intelligence Chair and Publisher, Stephen Ray. Morning, Stephen. Morning, Anton. So the Anti-Money Laundering Agency, it would do, regardless of where it ends up, what will it do? So the new Anti-Money Laundering
1: Authority, or AMLA as it's known, is a powerful new agency being established by the European Union to uh, counteract Europe's dirty money problem.
0: (coughs) Now, How significant put, is our dirty money problem?
1: Pretty significant. The European Commission itself admits that 1-2% to 2% of Europe's GDP is, is uh, I- effectively criminal assets. Uh, dirty money flushing through the system. Now, that accounts, if, if you believe the European Commission, that, that 2% accounts for €200 billion Euro a year. Now, to put that in perspective, uh, the UN estimates that Uh, Belgium, a small country like Belgium, has a drug trafficking problem worth €130 billion a year. So the European Commission's estimates are really a fraction of what's happening. So Europe realises it's got a huge dirty money problem, it's got to do something about it. Up to now, the policeman in Europe, when it comes to uh, criminal assets and dirty money, has been America. So it's been the United States Treasury that's been uh, fining European banks. For example, recently America fined Danske Bank $2 $2 billion for a huge dirty money problem that was happening. Danske Bank had a, a subsidiary in uh, Estonia and the Russians were putting €200 billion uh, euro, uh, through that that uh, Estonian branch and uh, the Americans found out about it and that's how it came to an end. Then Deutsche Bank had a huge money laundering problem where the Americans estimated that $1 trillion uh, Euros of dirty money was flushing through Deutsche Bank and, and it was the Americans that caught that as well. So this has been hugely embarrassing for Europe. So Europe says, it's time we called a halt to this and did something about it ourselves. And that's why they're setting up AMLA.
0: At small scale, it's, it's relatively easy to understand how money laundering works. You need some way to create a paper trail to money that originally didn't have one. At this kind of scale, how is the laundering done and done by who? Sure, it's
1: it's it's primarily organised crime and and criminals per se and and Russian oligarchs, for example. So, property. Property is a huge thing. So, that's why all the oligarchs are buying uh, the property in London. Uh, Similarly, it's yachts, it's luxury cars, it's it's luxury watches. Uh, And so, uh, under the new legislation, any, uh, let's say if you're a customer of a bank and you have a car or a yacht or property worth over, or or luxury goods worth over uh, 200,000 euro, the bank will have to notify the authorities of that. Uh, so and the, you will have
0: to show the paper trail as to where you were able to purchase this boat or car or watch.
1: Yeah. So the new legislation will incre- uh, phenomenally increase the amount of KYC or, or know your customer that banks, estate agencies, crypto assets providers and so on will have to provide to the, the authorities.
0: Now being at the, the cutting edge of European legislation can be, to mix metaphor, a double-edged sword. If you look at our own Data Protection Commission, they have done significant work in respect of of uh, fining some of the big in- international um, tech giants. But they've had a lot of challenges and a lot of criticism in trying to so do. Mm. Do we want to end up at the forefront of this?
1: Well, I, you know, it, this won't be an Irish agency, unlike the Data Protection Authority, which is an Irish agency policing Europe. This will be a European agency with European employees. just happens to be based in Dublin. Uh, So it will be probably, you know, a non-national, non-Irish person that will be running it. But for Ireland, it's a huge prize. For example, it's 500 well-paid jobs that will be here forever because the agency won't change its location. Similarly, it's a 400 uh, million euro budget per annum. And now you take into account that all the member states will have to fly into Dublin two or three times a year. And uh, so that's that's a huge, uh, that's hundreds of people flying in to meet the AMLA authority. All the banks will have to fly in every year to meet AMLA. So that's a huge boon for Irish uh, hospitality, restaurants, hotels, accommodation, Uh, So you could multiply that 400 million. It's probably a billion euro budget a year if you take
0: everything into account. Are we competent to host it? Because it it strikes me that there are two things that we are associated with. One is not particularly aggressive prosecution of white collar crimes. And the other is quite a significant contribution to Europeans money laundering through our own drug gangs. Mm -hmm. Does that put us up at the pinnacle in, in terms of the parliament if they're deciding where this goes? Sure, I suppose... Let's say, take what the the police here have done with the Kinahan gang. They've pretty much
1: uh, shut it down, certainly in an Irish sense, and and, and squeezed them internationally. So that's a good reputation on the policing front. Uh, As regards our own governance and white-collar crime stuff, well, you know, this is a European agency. They're not too worried about how we've done, you know, they will be doing things their own way. They won't be necessarily taking Irish latent values into account. They'll be taking European values into account.
0: So I think... Uh, it's very much. But are we still tarnished with that reputation of being the Wild West in terms of regulation, albeit banking regulation? But nonetheless, there is some similarity and overlap.
1: Well, I suppose we we, we swallowed a hard pill in two thousand eight with the banking crisis. So we did take hard medicine then. Uh, we we're, we have good governance. We're seen as a stable uh, democracy, stable economy. So from that point of view, you know. Uh, w- would be a good place to locate as similarly uh, we great you know they'll be looking for office space. We've any amount of office space now. we've really well, uh, we've really well educated workforce. Uh, for example, this new agency Amla will also be policing crypto assets. So uh, we have a lot of people into the crypto so we have a lot of people that have the skills that this this agency will need.
0: Okay, put on your bookie's hat. Tell us who the runners and riders are and how you think our odds are stacking up.
1: Yeah, I think we've a reasonably good chance. I'd put it down to 50-50. So we're up against Frankfurt. Frankfurt argued that Amla should be based in the city because uh, it's close to the European Central Bank. The other one we're up against is Paris. So Paris has got the European Banking Authority, which currently oversees AML uh, matters. Uh, it's also headquarters to the OECD, which is uh, part of the OECD is the Financial Action Task Force, which is the the world's global anti-financial crime watchdog. So Paris say, yeah, this is why uh, you guys should be based with us. Madrid, Madrid is a dark horse, I think. Uh, Spain really wants this agency. It's pulling out all the stops. So I think Madrid is one we need to watch out for. The other is uh, Luxembourg. It's not going to happen because Luxembourg doesn't have many flights in and out from all the European capitals. Then we have Lithuania, Latvia, uh, Austria. I don't think they're in the running. The one da- another one is um, Rome. Now, the Italians have been the pioneers of anti-money laundering legislation going back the years. So that that's probably one. But effectively, this is going to be come down to how much do we want this? So Michael McGrath is going to have a hard job convincing other European finance ministers. And it's effectively finance ministers rather than justice ministers that will make this, this decision. So it's about, you know, what political sway have we got in the Council of Europe? And then it'll go to the European Parliament. So effectively it's down to the European Parliament and how they vote. So, you no, know, we've got a lot of sway there, I would say. Francis Fitzgerald is Vice President of the European Peel- People's Party. Timmy Dooley. Senator Timothy is co-president of Renew Europe. And in Renew Europe as well, you've got uh, powerful or strong voices uh, like uh, Billy Kelleher. And uh, and also in the EPP, you've got uh, Sean Kelly. Uh, as well, so, you know, I think we have a pretty strong voice in and the
0: how, is, how do deals like this get done? Is there horse trading around other permissions for other member states to do what they want to do or is it based on the per, per, personal rep, uh, reputation and relationships between the politicians?
1: Well, two things. Uh, so, uh, DG FISMA, which is the European Financial Services Commission, our Director General, which Maureen McGuinness is the uh, Commissioner and actually Sean Berrigan, the DG, is an Irish guy. So they've set up a NAMLA task force so they've set out all the things that the country will need to meet the needs of AMLA. So that's actually a list. So you've got to tick all those boxes. And after, if you tick all those, those boxes, then it comes down to how strong is your negotiating tactics and what have you got? So I think, you know, we thought we had a good chance of getting the European Banking Authority back in 2017. We thought we had a good chance of getting the European Medicines Agency as well when both agencies moved from London because of Brexit. So I think, you know, there's a sense that Ireland is due in agency. So it's how, how, how far we can fight for this.
0: Is there a downside risk to it? Because you talked about one of the targets likely to be the Russian oligarchs. The Russian oligarchs and the Russian state have a significant overlap in the Venn diagram. Do we want to be the country that is seen to be poking that group in the eye?
1: Well, <laughs> I, don't, well I, I don't see why not, you know. Uh, again, it's it's not an Irish thing. It's going to be a European
0: agency. It just happens to be based in Ireland. It could happen to be based in, in Copenhagen. But one assumes Vienna. that means you're likely to get a lot of Irish staff. You're likely to have a lot of Irish senior yeah. managers. It's going to be a predominantly Irish staffed and led agency, isn't Wouldn't it? On the flip if side, it's people, uh, officials of the Department of Finance say we don't have
1: a great reputation in Asia for financial matters. But actually bringing AMLA to Dublin would bring an awful lot of Asian
0: finance into Dublin. So that that's a plus point about it. What then about the relationship with America? Because you said that it is the US Treasury that currently delivers this function for Europe. Is the relationship close enough in terms of back channels that the US will say, right, we will take our hands off this and let you go do it? Or will they continue to, what AMLA might see as, meddle?
1: Well, uh, because... Um the Americans will still have, have a say in it because a lot of the major banks will have business in America. So the Americans will say, oh, why didn't you do this? This dirty money arrived in New York and it came from Europe. So they'll still be watching it. But I think AMLA will be just improving Europe's image and saying, look, this is what we're doing. We're taking it very, very seriously. And uh, and we've set up this agency, which is going to police betting firms, uh, estate agents, uh, crypto assets and all the banks and any bank that has business in two, two European member states is going
0: to be directly supervised <coughs> by AMLA. And lastly, Stephen, just on that, why is it that we require a separate agency to do it? Because many of the types of, of behaviours and competences that you're describing there, I would have thought fall within the competence and the remit of central banks around Europe and the European Central Bank.
1: Yeah, I, well, the Commission has said many member states have taken an ala carte approach to money laundering some are really good some are really bad so the new the 6th anti money laundering directive which is part of what's producing amla is producing a single rule book so everybody has to have the same standards in Europe uh so that's 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 going to be a difference and if you don't if a country doesn't get it right it's going to face uh, you know problems and and penalties and uh Actually, the European Anti-Financial Crime Summit is coming to Dublin on May 25 next. Uh, It's going to be held in the RDS. So you're going to see a lot of the main players at this conference on May 25. For example, the person a lot of people see if he puts his hat in the ring to be head of AMLA is a guy called Dr Marcus Plyer. He's former president of the, the Financial Action Task Force uh, and he's currently the Deputy Director General of the German Finance Ministry. So if he puts his hand in the ring, people say he, pro- he may get the job. He's speaking at this conference. <coughs> and then we have people like, <coughs> excuse me, um, George Schmidt. Uh, he's the investigation, investigations editor with Süddeutsche Zeitung, the biggest newspaper in Germany. But they're the guys that produced the Pandora Papers, Paradise Papers, Credit Suisse Secrets. So he's a guy who would say, actually, Germany is the money laundering capital of Europe. Uh, So we're going to hear all all these stories at at the summit.
0: Finally, then, I I asked you to put on your your, uh, bookie's hat in respect of our chances. What are the dates? When will we know if we have gotten the new money laundering agency? So the the Swedes will hold the presidency of of the European
1: Council for the next six months from June. It will be decided within the Swedish presidency. I would say we'll know probably October if we've got it or not, because AMLA has to be up and running by the end of the year. And they can't do anything until they know where they're located. They can't hire a CEO. They're going to have two boards. They have to hire the directors for that. Then they're going to have to hire the senior team. So that has to be done for the end of the year. And it can't be done unless they have
0: a location. We 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 end on the sound of CVs being polished all over Dublin. <laughs> Stephen, thank you very much. That is Stephen Ray, who is AML intelligence chair and publisher. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance weekdays at nine AM on News Talk.